Welcome back to the Ronnie's Awesome List podcast. Today I'm speaking with film director Giulio Vincent Gambuto. His first feature film, Team Marco, is having a world premiere at this year's Mill Valley Film Festival on Sunday, October 6th at 11.45 a.m. and Saturday, October 12th at 1.45 p.m. at the Sequoia Theater in downtown Mill Valley. Giulio, thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. It's nice to be here. This is awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I'm super excited to talk to you because, first of all, I thought the movie was terrific. And I would love. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I would love for you, as the writer and the director, to tell us more about the story of Team Marco. Sure. So, Team Marco is a story of an 11 year old boy who is obsessed with his iPad and his video games. And his grandmother dies, and his grandfather moves in who, you know, like many of our grandparents, is a little old school and thinks it's crazy that the kid is always on his tech. And so he drags him to the park and teaches him how to play bocce, which is a, an old Italian ball sport and really represents the traditions of the old uh, country and the traditions of the uh, older generation. And really the movie is about the friendship that evolves between the little boy and his grandfather and all of the players on the bocce team. Yeah, I, I loved all the characters. They were so fabulous. So um, I was wondering if the characters are based on anyone in particular? So they are. The, um, so Marco, the little boy, is based on my nephew, and I have a nephew named Marco. And actually the idea for the movie came from a, a moment that I had with him where I walked into his house and he didn't look up from his iPad to say hello, which is like a cardinal sin in our family. <laughs> and, uh, and suddenly, like instantaneously became my grandfather <laughs> and, started, and started, you know, started demanding that he get he put the iPad down and come say hello and, uh, you know, do as tradition sort of t- tells us in our family, you know, give it a hug and a kiss. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, Marco, Marco is directly based on him. He actually has a grandfather uh, who plays Bocce. So that character is a bit of an uh, amalgamation of his grandfather and my grandfather and uh, a lot of the elders in our community. And the gentlemen who are on the Bocce team, they're based on real people, but really they sort of got, I gave the actors the chance to create their own characters. And a few of the members of the actual local Bocce team are in the movie and they play some of the other characters around the actors. And they were there, and they were incredibly helpful to us and really helped us make sure that the movie honored the game and also that, you know, we were making everybody look good and that uh, the sport came off well, things like that. So. Yeah, it was, well, I love bocce personally, and I, I felt like it was a pretty accurate and fun way to look at it. So they must have really enjoyed that. Have they seen the film? They did. They loved it. They were... They have, yeah, they have, they've seen the film. Uh, we did some preview screenings back home for everyone who was involved in the movie, and the response was wonderful. I think people were really, really happy with how it turned out and very excited that we were showcasing not only Blotchy in a really great light, but our hometown in a really great light. And, you know, I think the characters and the setting, they're, they're all significant to the story. So I think people were very proud to see it. Yeah. Well, so you, you mentioned hometown. Hometown for you is Staten Island, right? It is. I grew up on Staten Island, which is one of the five boroughs in New York City. And we are the most suburban borough. We are 
uh, about 65% reserved parkland. So there are a lot of parks on our, on our island. And it's a beautiful place, and people don't know it well because most of the time they just know it from the New York City subway map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, they, and maybe the Staten, the Staten Island Ferry. But it's about twice the size of Manhattan, and it's a really wonderful place, and it's a really great family borough, and it sort of has the sense of the city meets the suburbs. And I wanted to showcase it in a good light. I think it, you know, there are a couple of reality shows that have been set there, and there's some mafia movies that have been set there. Mm-hmm. But one of my goals with the movie was to show people my hometown the way that I know it, which is very family-friendly, very rural, very beautiful, and uh, very green. And I think that the movie does that. So I'm curious to know, speaking of Staten Island, you have a film studio in both Hollywood and Staten Island. What is the draw of Staten Island? Um, usually film studios are in Hollywood. Sure. Well, you know, we started, I started our, our company uh, about four years ago, and it's called Borough 5. And I wanted to come home and make movies really in my hometown. Uh, I think the island uh, is a really great place to produce movies because you can make the island look like anywhere. It really has a big, big range of architecture styles and types of um, different types of commercial spaces and residential spaces. And, and um, the community there has been really, really supportive of us. Um, you know, I grew up there, so being home was a really special place to make my first movie. So we have uh, committed to making uh, our first three feature films on the island. And uh, we were able to create a program called our Community Partners Program where local businesses and vendors could join us and actually formally invest in our movies by, you know, contributing to the production process. Mm -hmm. So it's been really wonderful. It's been wonderful to be home. It's been wonderful to see the community really come out and support uh, not only our work, but our our dream making, as I call it. And... uh, and also, the island is the fastest growing area within the New York City, you know, TMZ, which means in production terms, it really means that you can sort of still be shooting in New York City and qualify for New York State tax rebates and things like that, that uh, us movie producers like to think about. Um, <laughs> and you can do that by staying in the state of New York and staying in the city of New York. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's, it's a really great place. There have been... There's a, a new production studio being opened there that's going to be called Staten Island Stages. There's a lot of production work happening. A lot of television shows now shoot there because it doesn't look like Manhattan. You know, it's still New York City, but it doesn't feel exactly like the tall buildings of Manhattan and the bustle of Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So the Americans shoots there now and Gotham shoots there now. And uh, the new Wu-Tang documentary uh, shot there because Wu-Tang is from the island. So there's a lot happening on the island, and I really wanted our company to be part of it. That's exciting. I actually didn't even realize that, so that's good to know. Next time, I yeah, go- it's really great. I mean, you know, you drive down the street now, and and uh, streets are blocked off for production, and there are cranes uh, in many more places than there used to be, and uh, it's uh, it's really become you know as the New York production community grows, and as more and more things are shot. In New York City, it's a really good alternative for New York producers uh, to be able to shoot in a place that's that kind of versatile visually and uh, and has the the feel that it has. Mm-hmm. So, can you tell me more about the Team Marco cast and who will be at the festival premiere? 
Sure, we're super excited. Uh, all of our stars are coming. Owen Vaccaro, who is uh, from a movie called The House of the Clock and Its Walls and from the Daddy's Home movies, he's going to be coming in. He's actually shooting a movie right now in Hawaii, and he's going to be coming in for our premiere. Uh, we have um, our lead actor, Anthony Patelis, who plays Nono, the grandfather. He'll be there from New York. Uh, Tony is a fantastic theater actor in New York City, and has been off Broadway for years and years. Uh, we have Anastasia Ganias-Gellin, who plays the mom. She's uh, pretty incredible in the film, and she'll be there with us. And then we have a number of the bocce guys. So uh, Ray and Bobby and Joseph Kalari. Uh, these are fantastic, really, really fine actors who really rounded out our cast beautifully. Uh, they'll be there. And uh, we have crew and producers and all sorts of folks joining them. But uh, we're really, really, really excited that our cast will be there with us. Yeah, we're we're really excited about it too. And I know Sam Rafael has a big bocce ball um, club, so I'm sure they'll be really thrilled to see this movie. And all the actors were. Terrific. I hope so. We, yeah, we thank you so much. Yeah, we invited the the local bocce club, and uh, we hope they can make it. It'll be fun to have them there. Yeah. Well, the kids did a fantastic job. That is just not an easy to direct kids. And so you're running a workshop here at the Mill Valley Film Festival, Get Kids in the Pictures. Can you tell me more about the workshop you're having? Sure. So I'm running a workshop specifically for child actors or kids who want to become actors and their parents uh, to talk to them about what it really takes to put yourself out there to audition for roles, what it's like on set, what's expected of an actor when they walk in the room, um, how to succeed. So it's a lot of tips and tricks. It's myself and another director who are going to lead the workshop. And it's really um, an opportunity for children and their parents to sort of gather and learn about, you know, what does it take to be in a movie and what does that look like? And uh, we're going to run a mock audition and we're going to run, uh, we're going to show some clips from the movie and talk a little bit about what it was like to direct certain scenes and, uh, you know, what is the direction I gave the actor and what was the performance that resulted, things like that. Yeah, it sounds really great. I think a lot of families here will have to take advantage of that. I hope so. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. So what are you hoping families gain from this film? Oh, that's such a great question. For me, I grew up in the 90s, and I was in love with my video games, too, and I played Super Mario Brothers and Zelda and all sorts of Tetris and and all sorts of video games. You know, I think we're in a really sort of odd time right now where the iPad and the Xbox and all sorts of video game uh, systems are really a part of our kids' lives in a really major way. And I'm not really sure we've all sort of figured out how to monitor that or how to regulate it. And I'm not a parent yet. I have six nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see them. I, you know, I see my sisters struggle with that. I see my sisters try to negotiate screen time and try to understand, you know, what is, is this a good thing for my kid? Is this not a good thing for my kid? And how much is too much? And what I really want people to take away from the film is not that technology is bad because I don't believe that. Um, but what I really want people to, to take away is that we have beautiful traditions that have lasted hundreds, if not thousands of years, and uh, we shouldn't throw them away just because we have iPhones now. You know? <laughs> um, we shouldn't sort of put them aside. We should be, be teaching the next generation what these traditions are and allowing them to sort of inherit the 
the games that we played and the the joy that we had as kids. And I know that their lives are very different um, than when we were children. But, you know, there's something really special about carrying on uh, a family game or a family ritual or family tradition. And, um, and I think the movie really shows, you know, two people who are struggling to do that, the younger generation and the older generation. And, you know, what does it mean for a child to be told, hey, I really want you to learn this because it's really special to me. And then what is it like for an, uh, a member of the older generation to realize that, oh my gosh, this kid is on his phone six hours a day <laughs> and not paying attention to anything I'm trying to teach him. Um, so the movie is about legacy. You know, the movie is about carrying on uh, traditions. And the movie is really about what does it take for a generation that is really wrapped up in technology to live a joyful life. You know, what, yeah. what do we have to do to make sure that these kids, that these kids are having a life that is as rich as ours was? Yeah, I feel that way too with, with my own daughter. But the honest truth is, is I feel that way as a parent as well. Cause all of my, in the same way that schoolwork and communication and everything is attached to their iPads and the technology. It is the same for me for my work. And I find, mm -hmm. you know, parents engrossed in technology, which is the whole premise of Ronnie's Awesome List for the Bay Area. Um, I, I include parents and, and kids. My whole point is to get people to go on my website, find a great thing to do, and get out with your kid um, in as fast a time mm -hmm. as possible. And so I felt like this film was sort of in along the same vein, but for Staten Island almost, and that New York experience. So yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I think it's, I hope that it's universal. I think that it is. I think that, you know, parents and families and um, are, are dealing with this everywhere, right? Which is, yeah. oh, wow, I have, a I have a laptop for work. I have a cell phone for work. I have to stay connected. How do I teach my child how to, you know, regulate that for themselves if I'm struggling with it as well, you know, and, uh, and I struggle with it myself for sure. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm always on my phone. Uh, I try to keep up with running my business and running our production and all doing all of our work. And all of that is online. All of that is by email. All of that is by text. All of that is by phone. So by no means is it a, um, you know, demonizing technology, but I think it's important. I think, you know, one of the things I've struggled with as I've hit 40 is, you know, what are the things that I want to take from my parents' generation and make sure are in my life? Yeah. And, you know, are there recipes that I love? Are there games that I love? Are there, you know, holiday traditions that I love? And, and you realize that you actually have to actively do that. Like, it doesn't automatically happen, you know? And, um, and when I see my nieces and nephews, I think a lot about, you know, what will be passed down to them and, you know, there's plenty of things about the older generation that we don't want to pass down as well, but there's a lot of things that we do want to pass down. So I think it's important that we even just ask the question, you know. Yeah, and I, I love that messaging. Um, so you've had an accomplished career to date, and with all of these different creative outlets that you've developed, what made you envision this specific story as your feature-length directorial debut? Uh, that's a great question. I think... Really, I, you know, I've done a lot of work in the theater um, that's based on my family. And uh, I've done a lot of comedy work. I used to be a stand-up comedian and uh, an improv actor. And a lot of that work was really based on our, our family history 
and the the events that happened in our family probably 20 years ago. Uh, my parents are divorced. I came out of the closet. A lot of very large, dramatic events happened about 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when I was when I was was starting our production company and looking to make my first film, I really wanted to do something that was current. You know, as an artist, I wanted to do something that was about life now. And that was less about me and about my personal history and more about, you know, what is the world, what's happening in the world right now. And, um, you know, being, being an uncle of six kids is really wonderful and it's really, really gratifying and really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely see my, you know, I definitely saw my sisters and I see my sisters, you know, on a, on a very frequent basis. And I know how much this is a conversation in the house. You know, I know how much they're always trying to negotiate time with technology. And it just seemed like a really, really great movie to make right out of the gate. Yeah, it's a terrific movie. So, so what is Mark, Thank you. Has, has Marco um, seen the film and what does he think of it? <laughs> I love that you asked me that because I just posted a picture on our Facebook for the movie of my nephew, Marco, on his cell phone oh. with uh, a, a, hat, a hat from our company. And, uh, and I said, you know, I give up <laughs> because it, it's, he's, he's a great kid and I love him dearly. And he see, he had seen the movie and really loved it. Uh, he was very confused in the beginning of the process, um, why he couldn't play himself. And when I, you know, talked him through sort of what, what was required to be an actor on the set every day, he said, Oh, that's okay. Somebody else can play me. That's fine. <laughs> and, uh, he, you know, he was, but initially, very, very confused. He's like, I don't understand why I can't play me. I am me. And, uh, and you sort of had to see him like process like what it meant uh, to, be, to be portrayed in a film. And, uh, and he has cousins. I have other nieces and nephews. And really the character is kind of a combination of all of them mm-hmm. and really represents all of, their, all of the kids. But, um, but it's been fun for them. You know, they've been to... We had a screenplay reading of the film when the screenplay was done. We did like a live stage reading in a theater. Uh, Marco came to that. Marco came to our preview screenings. Marco came to the set. Uh, and all of my nephews and, and niece came to the set to visit and to experience what it was like to shoot a film. And it was really great to have them there. And I think it was like it, it brought home the point of the movie to our cast and our crew. And we got to really see, you know, what what is this movie in real life, you know, how does it land in the real world? And suddenly there were kids on set and it, it all made a lot of sense very quickly. Yeah, and what a great experience for, for your nieces and nephews and whole family. That's It's very exciting. Um, so yeah, they, they had a great time. They had a great time shooting it and they're, you know, obviously learning what it takes to roll it out into the world and, and what that looks like. And it's been fun to have them be part of that. Mm-hmm. So finish this sentence. The best thing about creating this film is? The best thing about creating this film is watching the audience watch it. (laughs) I think it's been a real privilege to be in the room, hiding in the corner, and watching the audience take it in. And the characters are so fun, and the characters are so big and bold that uh, it's just fun for me to watch the audience respond to them. Yeah. And uh, we've had a lot of audience members so far at some of our previews, you know, come up to me and tell me what the movie meant to them. And, 
you know, how they feel like they have to call their grandparents or they have to go see their grandparents more or they have to, you know, spend a little bit more less time on the phone, a little bit more time in the world. Uh, and that's really fun for me because it means the whole thing was worth it and that there was a message that actually reached them, you know. Yeah. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. So what was the best response you got from your film? Uh, so I, we, we showed the movie, we did a preview screening in our hometown for all of our investors. We have a lot of investors because we did a very large uh, outreach when we started the company. And one of my investors' parents came and uh, her father is 95 years old. And so when the movie ended, this 95-year-old man walked up to me with a cane and with tears in his eyes. Uh, and said, thank you for making this. No one puts us on screen. Uh, and what you meant was, you know, older people, people who are not uh, gorgeous and dirty. And, uh, and he was 95, and he was really honored that, you know, his generation was up on a screen, and it wasn't a war movie or, <laughs> you know, an, another context. It was, you know, showing how, really, how much they contribute to the lives of their grandkids. Uh, and that was really special for him. So uh, I love that. That was that was probably the most rewarding moment so far that I've had of watching somebody watch it. That is really sweet. I, I didn't even think that that would have happened. I was expecting a kid to say something funny, but that was really sweet. Um, I know. It's wild. It's really wild. You sort of like, you know, the, that's what I think is really special about the movie is it appeals to children and to my generation who are in their you know, 30s and 40s raising kids, and it also appeals to an older generation um, who has had their children and have grandchildren, and um, I think that's part of, part of our appeal, and I hope that that's, you know, something that attracts a really large audience to the movie. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, do you have any other projects in the future to watch out for? Uh, please do. I am working on our next movie. Our next movie is called The Julie Story. And it's uh, all about um, a family in the early 1990s in New York City who starts a family business, and it's a really big disaster. They have to band together to make it work, and it's primarily a comedy. There are some you know, dramatic moments in it, but it's primarily about this family who has to really come together and help each other uh, succeed. And uh, we're making it next summer uh, in the same place on Staten Island in New York City. Uh -huh. And I'm really proud of it. I can't wait. We, we made a short film when I was in film school uh, about it. And um, and now we're going to work on the feature film. So it's, uh, it's exciting. Oh, that's exciting. Well, I want to thank you so much, Julio, for joining me. It's old world versus new world in this charming coming-of-age story that celebrates friendship, family, and above all, the squabbling, gregarious, loving Italian-American culture of Staten Island's South Beach. Julio, I can't thank you enough for talking to me, and good luck with the world premiere of Team Marco at this year's Mill Valley Film Festival. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Ronnie. Thank you so much.